Hello, you filthy animals, and welcome to the first episode of Anonymous Smut, the podcast where I read erotica that has been submitted anonymously by our community of deviants. So for all you listeners at home, lay back, slip a hand into your pants, and prepare to feel ashamed. If you like what you hear and would like to contribute, you can do so at our Instagram or Facebook page, Anonymous Smut. It's all you gotta type. Okay, so we did have some discussion about what sort of tone we wanted to set for this podcast and what type of erotica would be the most fitting for our first episode, and probably the answer is not the one we chose, but um, the inspiration for this podcast did come from this piece of erotica, so I think it's, it's suiting, and the backstory I think is quite good, so if you don't like it, fuck off and just, you know, listen to the next episode. Um, so many, many years ago, I want to say at least 10 years ago, I hosted an erotica reading night at my apartment and everyone brought in pieces of erotica that they had written and kept it anonymous. And we put it in, I don't know, some sort of box and then each drew one and, and read them aloud. And there was ecstasy involved and drinking and it was supposed to be sexy, but it was also just really funny. Um, and someone that I hardly knew had seen the Facebook invite for it. And he, I honestly didn't even think I had invited him or maybe I left the invite open and he sent me a message apologizing that he wasn't able to make it. And could he submit a piece of erotica, um, digitally anyway? And I said, of course, right. Cause truth be told, I was <laughs> too busy and lazy that I didn't even write my own erotica for my own story. Um, for my own party, rather. And he uh, messaged me this amazing seven-page gem of uh, Harry Potter erotica. And we read it that night, um, and a lot of us were in tears just because, I mean, it it could be sexy if that's what floats your boat, but it's also just hilarious. Um and then the real, real confession I have is that a couple months later, I was staying at my then boyfriend's house and he, and he was away and I was laying in his bed and I totally wanted to uh, masturbate and watch porn. And I forget why I couldn't. I don't know if his, his internet was bad. I had my phone maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago, what were phones like? Could you watch porn on them? I have no idea. But for whatever reason, I could not. Um, watch porn on my phone and I wanted to and then I remembered that in my Google Docs somewhere in my Gmail I had a Harry Potter porn and I shamefully shamefully am admitting to reading it and orgasming more than once so on that note now I have to wear a cloak (laughs) that's my husband uh, yeah, you're not helping the cause with that British accent. People are going to think that I have some sort of Harry Potter fetish. Um, have you ever even seen Harry Potter, Tom? Nope. Uh, well, I think you made me watch some of one of them. I've never read it because it's a book for children, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and that, that being said, I'm, I'm not sure of the ages of these, um... It's a slippery slope, as yeah. we're about to discover. Once you start reading children's books, <laughs> then you start thinking about children sexually. <laughs> And then you write Harry Potter erotica, so I'm not prepared to go down that road. 
yeah, probably again, like I said, not the right choice for our first episode, but also the wrong choice is always the best choice. Okay, so without further ado, I bring you the peeping ghost, parentheses, lost chapter from book four. (laughs) Oh, I get so this. Oh, my God, this guy actually is calling this a lost chapter from book four, like it was supposed to be in the book. That's amazing. Okay. It was Sunday night when Harry and Hermione returned from another walk around the lake. Hermione had been been asking him to walk with her more often, and Harry had been realizing just how alone they were when they were out there. He wondered if Hermione thought it meant anything. He was trying to think of a tactful way to ask her as they walked back to the castle. But once they were inside, Hermione glanced around and spotted a girl's bathroom. Harry, I have to pee really badly, she apologized, hurrying in. I don't think that's how British people, would a British person, wouldn't they say go to the toilet? Yeah, I gotta spend a penny. <laughs> I don't think, they, I think Hermione is more refined than that. Uh, but you've got to spend a penny. <laughs> um, I'll wait for you out here, Harry called after her. But after a minute, he suddenly heard a shriek from inside the bathroom and then muffled shouting. He flashed back to their first year at Hogwarts, when Hermione had been trapped in a bathroom with a troll, and he and Ron had rushed in to help her. Pushing aside his doubts, he ran into the bathroom and wildly looked around. The shouting was coming from inside the second stall, and without thinking, he wrenched open the door. His jaw dropped at the sight that greeted him. Hermione was standing up, her back to him, facing the toilet, and more oddly, the whimpering ghost hovering above it. Harry also noticed that while Hermione's robes and skirts were hanging properly, her white cotton panties were resting around her ankles. Hermione was yelling at Moaning Myrtle, the mournful ghost who had haunted a toilet on the third floor, and she didn't seem to notice that Harry was standing behind her. Is that, a, is that a real character from the, yeah. the yeah moaning myrtle she's a ghost that haunts the toilet so mm. it's, it's very sticking good sticking looking, true or? uh i don't remember um i think i think maybe good looking as far oh. as ghosts go nice <laughs> that's the last straw hermione shouted at the quavering ghost You're nothing but a perverted little girl. You're disgusting, watching me from inside the toilet bowl. I swear I'm going to go to Professor McGonagall and have you, have you, have something done to you. Um, are are you okay? Harry asked nervously. Hermione shrieked again and spun around, her eyes blazing in fury. Seeing Harry, she shrieked again. What are you doing in here, Harry? She yelled, her eyes nervously darting around to the exposed panties around her ankles and then back at Harry. Harry took a few steps back, his hands raised defensively. I I heard you scream. I I thought you were in trouble, he said defensively. Hermione glared at him. Then she wiped her gaze. She whipped her gaze behind her to moaning Myrtle. She looked back at Harry then down at the panties around her ankles, and suddenly slammed the stall door shut. Harry could still see her ankles under the bottom of the stall door, and watched her hands reach down and yank her panties back up. After a few seconds, the stall door swung back open, and the fully-dressed Hermione stepped out. She pointed her wand at Myrtle, who had 
her translucent arms crossed defiantly. She's a peeping Tom, or, or Tomette, whatever, Hermione told Harry angrily. This is the third time I've caught her watching me undressed, and this isn't even her bathroom. Harry nodded. She was watching me in the bath one time, too, he said. Both students glared at Myrtle accusingly. The ghost tried to keep up her defiant face, but after a second she faltered and then burst into sobs. I can't help it, she wailed. It's the only pleasure I have left in this miserable life. Death. Oh, I hate myself. Harry felt a twinge of sympathy, but Hermione didn't look moved. What's your only pleasure left, she asked, watching people naked? Myrtle blushed, her white ghostly cheeks darkening slightly. No, she answered shyly, sniffling through her tears. It's, it's, you know, touching myself. Harry fell into an embarrassed silence. Well, Hermione started crossly, but then she didn't seem to know what to say either. You, you're just going to have to stop. You're going to have to just do it without spying on people. She finished awkwardly. Have you been watching us naked since we've been here? Asked Harry, fearfully. Myrtle shook her see-through head no. I only started doing it a few months ago, when I saw that Slytherin boy doing it. Which Slytherin boy? Said Hermione sharply. I don't know his name, Myrtle replied sadly. He has blonde hair. It's always slicked back. He likes to spray his white stuff through me. Draco Malfoy. <laughs> Harry and Hermione shouted in unison. The second part of Myrtle's sentence hit Hermione first. He likes to what? She asked, horrified. Myrtle sobbed gently. See, I was watching him, you know, do it himself, she explained mournfully. But then he saw me. And I was so scared that Dumbledore would throw me out of the castle when he told me to float in front of him and, and watch. Uh, and I listened to him. And when he was ready to finish, he aimed it right at me. He says he loves watching it splatter through me. Hermione's fists were clenched. That sick fuck, she hissed. Harry and Myrtle were equally surprised to hear the normally prudish girl curse so viciously. Why didn't you tell someone? She asked angrily. Sexual harassment can apply to ghosts, too. Myrtle sniffed long and hard. Well, she said softly, I think I kind of liked it. You know, seeing him do it. Oh, I'm a freak, she suddenly wailed. I always liked dirty pictures, but no boy would ever touch ugly, fat, moaning Myrtle. You said she was good looking. <laughs> I thought she was. I'm sorry. The ghost started sobbing again, floating above the toilet seat. Harry glanced at Hermione. To his surprise, she seemed to be deep in thought. He half expected her to rush to the library, but instead she looked back at the unhappy ghost thoughtfully. Myrtle, have you done this with him more than once? She asked. Myrtle looked up at her, tears dripping off her chin. I told you I kind of liked it, she moaned. After he finished, I think about it. And then I, you know, her ghostly hand slid in her robes beneath her waist. 
Harry, Hermione whispered to him excitedly, this is it. We have him. We can get him expelled for sure. Even Snape won't be able to save him. Honey trap. (laughs) Harry felt a wave of excitement rising inside of him just for the record for also like everything i do not remember any of this and so far this is not what i masturbated to there's one scene i'm waiting for but i don't know so far this is not it um hermione was right the three of them had broken plenty of rules and risked expulsion countless times sneaking about the castle breaking into offices and freeing magical creatures but rarely did malfoy even attempt anything that rated more than an attention but this time, Harry knew they had him dead in the, dead to the rights. What is that? Had him dead to the rights. Bang, bang to rights, I think is the expression. Which mm-hmm. actually would have been more apt. Yeah. Well, maybe dead for the ghost. Bashed to rights. <laughs> Do you think they'll take Myrtle's word on it, though? Harry whispered back to Hermione. Hermione thought for a minute. Maybe not, she conceded. So we'll just have to catch him in the act. Harry stared at his friend. She was proposing that they secretly watch Malfoy jerking off on a ghost. By now, Myrtle had stopped sobbing and was watching them suspiciously. You're not, you're not going to tell Dumbledore, are you? She asked timidly. Hermione stepped closer to the ghost. Are you still doing this with him? She asked. Myrtle gave a little half sob and nodded. Hermione grinned mirthlessly and continued. Myrtle, we're going to help you out. We're going to secretly watch the next time he wants to do this. Maybe take a picture to prove it, and we'll get Malfoy expelled in a second. Myrtle stared at Hermione uncomprehendingly. But, but I kind of like it, she whispered. But Hermione was not to be deterred. Hermione, stop fucking cock-blocking this ghost. What a cunt. Myrtle... Do you really need to let him degrade you like this just so you can be able to do it to yourself? She asked somewhat inelegantly. Myrtle hung her head. I I guess not, she muttered. But I wanted something to watch instead then, she suddenly demanded. It's really spoiling. I think all of us want the thing where we die and then become a ghost and go around (laughs) just watching people, uh, naked people. (laughs) I think that's a universal tr- truth, but this is really making it sound a bit grim. <laughs> Why? Well, she, Myrtle's all conflicted. <laughs> she should just be going around going, I'll just go somewhere else and watch someone else naked. Do whatever she wants. She doesn't have to feel bad that's about it. true. Herself. Yeah. I mean, she can go get jizzed on by anyone. Right. Get, get on with it, woman. <laughs> well, she's making demands. Maybe she's catching your drift. Like what? Asked Harry. Like that painting Peeves had last week. Myrtle replied softly. Peeves the poltergeist had somehow gotten hold of of a pornographic painting and had hung it in the great hall. Whenever any teachers were around, the man and two women in it casually drank tea or played bridge, but once there were no adults in the hallway, they ripped each other's clothing off and had four-hour-long orgies on the bridge table. Traffic slowed to a near standstill as students watched the man lie on top of one girl lying on the table, pumping his dick in and out of her spread and dripping pussy, while the other girl spread her slit and fingered herself for everyone to see. Nothing had moved for almost ten minutes the first time the two girls had gotten with each other. They had been in a 69 position, the blonde one on her back, 
her head it raised in between the spread thighs of the redhead, who was kneeling over her and had her face buried in the blonde's hairless pussy. Their tongues flicked out and lapped at each other's eager twats, plunging and filling the tight, cum-dripping holes. The, pe- <laughs> the people in the painting had engaged in virtually every sect a- sex act possible. I'm so lost. What's happened? There's a, pe- there's a painting. <laughs> That's what's happening in a painting? Oh, yeah. You don't know Harry Potter. So in Harry Potter, all of the paintings that hang in the... Um, What's the school called? God, I'm not a Harry Potter Hogwarts. Fan. Hogwarts. Wow. Hogwarts Secret Academy fan. for Wizardry. Yeah. All the paintings like that, that ha- uh, hang in Hogwarts are actually magical paintings and the people in them are like real people so they can move and talk to you. Oh, well written. Yeah, this Thank is you. quite quite good. I mean, this sounds great. And then every time a teacher comes around, they just drink tea. This is a... I want to go to this school. Okay. But they're adults in the picture. <laughs> yes. So this is the one bit for, for all you listeners. <laughs> this is go for it. You've got a few seconds here where you're not a pedo if you're into it. <laughs> the people in the painting had engaged in virtually every sex act possible from boring muggle positions like missionary and doggy style to fantastic magical ones such as leviating back, levitating back door and double engorgement 69 all in front of the students. Wow. Finally, McGonagall received enough complaints, virtually all from female students, fucking hell, and had somehow magicked herself into, an a- into the actual painting. Nobody knew exactly what she had done to get rid of the horn- horny inhabitants, but Malfoy had been telling anyone who would listen that McGonagall had first enjoyed an S&M session with the two girls. Whoa! Uh, what? Well, hang on. That's a person having sex with people in a painting. Yeah, McGonagall is like the he head of. Into it. She's like a head person. She. she, yeah, and so she went in and put a stop to it, but allegedly enjoyed an S and M session with two of the girls in the painting. Interesting. Ooh, I just got excited by that because I'm super into like. Uh, I didn't know I was into McGonagall until right now, actually. That just happened. I'm going to Google this McGonagall while you're talking. I'm going to hear the clicking. It's going to annoy me. But the painting was gone now, and Harry doubted if it was retrievable. Well, we can't get you that, said Hermione, and I doubt if there's anything else like it in school. Harry actually suspected that the Weasley twins did have something quite like it, but he chose not to say anything. Myrtle, however, appeared to be doing some thinking of her own. She wiped a ghostly tear off her translucent face and seemed to be building up her nerve. Myrtle, what can we get for you to replace Malfoy? Hermione asked, spitting out the hated Slytherin's name. Harry privately laughed at the absurdity of trying to find something to clinically, to help a clinically depressed ghost masturbate. But... Myrtle now made her demand. I, I like to watch. So, so I want, I want you, I want you to, to, to. Even as Myrtle stumbled over her words, Harry knew what the horny ghost wanted. One quick glance at Hermione's dumbstruck face showed that she too understood. To, to do stuff t- together so I can really watch carefully and, and remember it. 
The look on Hermione's face changed quickly from stupefied to horrified. What? she exclaimed. Me and Harry? Doing? No! The living girl was also having trouble finding the right words, but now Myrtle was adamant. She floated a few inches higher, arms crossed, her arms set stubbornly. You want me to do you a giant favor? The least you can do is make it up to me, she said crossly. Harry was feeling torn. On one hand, Hermione was his best friend. On the other, he really did want to kiss a girl, and maybe even touch her body. But he certainly didn't want to do anything in front of moaning Myrtle. Hermione also seemed to be mentally debating. She nervously glanced at Harry, then at Myrtle. What exactly do you want us to do? She asked the floating ghost. Harry was shocked. Was she seriously considered doing this? I'll tell you what to do, Myrtle decided. Hermione started to say something, but cut Myrtle off. But Myrtle cut her off. No actual sex, the ghost promised. Hermione looked doubtful. For how long, she said. Myrtle thought for a moment and then said, 20 minutes. Hermione winced and thought deeply. Harry's senses were going wild. Was he actually about to do stuff with Hermione in a girl's bathroom with a dead girl watching? Hermione's eyes met his questioningly. Harry shrugged and Hermione licked her lips nervously. Fine, she told Myrtle. If Harry and I um, put on a show for you, you'll help us catch Malfoy? Myrtle hesitated for a second before agreeing. Harry noticed that the ghost seemed to be getting antsy, just like he felt. I think we better do this in your bathroom, Myrtle, Hermione suggested, so no one, you know, walks in on us. Myrtle shrugged. Then I'll meet you upstairs, she said. She flipped and dove into the toilet with a splash. Mm. <laughs> Hermione cringed. I didn't flush, she said with a grimace. Harry and Hermione slowly left the bathroom and made their way up to the third floor, where Myrtle's bathroom was. As they walked up a staircase, Hermione cleared her throat nervously. Are we really going to do this? she asked. Harry shrugged. We're getting Malfoy expelled, he pointed out. I guess we can, um, be mature about this, Hermione snorted. There's nothing mature about being forced to make out in front of a voyeuristic ghost, she added disdainfully. <laughs> All too soon, Harry and Hermione were standing in front of the girls' bathroom with the out-of-order sign on the door. They walked in together and let the door close behind them. Harry locked it. Myrtle flew out from a toilet and floated cross-legged in front of them. Okay, she said, sounding excited. Um, start. Harry and Hermione looked at each other, and Harry took a deep breath. Here it goes, he muttered. He pulled Hermione against him, and he could feel the pressure of her breasts flattening against his chest. He moved his mouth to hers and placed his lips against her. He could feel Hermione gently kissing him back, and after several seconds he began to wonder what to do next. This isn't anything, Myrtle whined from her corner. Start taking off clothes. Harry could feel Hermione stiffen in his arms. Taking another deep breath, he lifted Hermione's robes up off her head and dropped them on the floor. 
She was still wearing her skirt and blouse, and Harry poised his hands over the twin mounds resting in her shirt. He glanced at her eyes, and she nodded quickly. He smoothly cupped the full orbs, savoring the heavy yet soft feel of her boobs. He unbuttoned the blouse and pulled the two sides apart. He could feel his penis stiffening as he gazed at Hermione's filled bra. Taking a calming breath herself, Hermione reached behind and unhooked her bra. The straps slid a few inches off her shoulders and Harry reached forward and pulled the bra forward off the girl's chest. It's the college uh, <laughs> years version, is it? This is co- wizard, wizardry college. Yeah, I mean, she has quite full That's orbs. Right. So, so let's say that and then it's all okay, guys. <laughs> Just get into it. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, full orbs. Everything's yeah. okay. College. <laughs> he sucked in a deep breath as Hermione's bare, uh-oh, <laughs> as Hermione's bare, firm, teenage breasts. Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> 19, 19 bobbed free on her topless body. He gently grabbed a boob in each hand and squeezed the firm, warm flesh. His head was rushing with the sensation. He was feeling up a girl, not just a girl, but Hermione, his best friend for almost four years now. He felt Hermione's hard nipples brushing his palms and he lifted both warm fleshy globes to get a better look there's lots of globes and orbs yeah. and mounds he gently pinched the pink erect buds in the center of each full boob and to his surprise hermione closed her eyes and moaned softly he risked a glance at myrtle and he almost choked the ghost had hiked up her skirt and robe and pulled the front of her panties to the side moaning myrtle the ghost who spent most of her time moping and sulking in a toilet had a content look on her face as she slid a ghostly finger in and out of her spread pussy lips, oh, <laughs> which are covered in toilet piss, in yeah. case you forgot that. Well, um, we don't know it was piss. <laughs> True. Hermione, Harry tried to mutter into his friend's ear. Mm, she responded. Look at Myrtle, he muttered. Hermione looked behind her, and her eyes grew very large. Seeing a ghostly girl floating in midair while fingering herself was not something seen every day, even at Hogwarts. Hermione blushed. I don't believe we're doing this, she muttered. Harry felt uncomfortable, and he imagined she must, have, she must feel even worse, standing next to him topless. But Myrtle had noticed the pause in the action. Come on, she whined. You do something to him now, she ordered Hermione. Hermione blushed again and suddenly noticed the rising bulge in Harry's pants. She just stared at it. Take it out, Myrtle whispered in a husky voice. Hermione reached forward and took off Harry's robe. Then she gingerly reached for the zipper on his pants and pulled it down. Both she and Harry were blushing madly now. Harry tried to make it a bit easier for his friend and pulled his erection out himself. Hermione stared at it and tentatively reached for it. Harry closed his eyes in pleasure as he felt Hermione's loose grip on his dick. He heard a sigh, but it wasn't from Hermione. Myrtle was floating almost horizontally now, her legs spread and two fingers slowly working around inside her pussy. 
don't stop, she moaned. Harry briefly smiled. It brought a whole new meaning to moaning Myrtle, didn't it? But then Hermione gave a gentle tug on his dick, and he sighed in pleasure. He filled his hands with Hermione's full breasts again and started squeezing. But even as he played with the soft, pillowy globes of flesh and enjoyed Hermione's soft but intense squeezes on his erection, his gaze focused on the topless girl's skirt. Myrtle moaned encouragingly again, and Harry went for it. He slipped a hand down the front of Hermione's skirt, but he was outside her panties. He cupped the soft mound in between her legs, and he felt her grip on his dick tighten and then let go. He looked at her questioningly. She was licking her lips nervously. We're... We're not going too far, right? She asked hesitantly. Harry nodded, nodded reassuringly. Of course you did. All the same time, he pressed two fingers hard in between the two bulges of her slit that he could feel through her panties. Hermione gasped and squirmed. That, that feels kind of good, she whispered. She grabbed a hold of Harry's erection again, braver than before. Harry's head was pounding. It felt so damn good. Working inside Hermione's skirt, he pulled the front of the cotton panties to the side and pressed his fingers directly against Hermione's pussy. She moaned softly, almost in unison, with Myrtle, who was now watching them with and plunging three ghostly fingers in and out of her spread pussy. Her face was a study of pleasure, the first time Harry had ever seen her happy. Harry was rubbing his finger up and down Hermione's bare slit. It felt a bit damp, and suddenly he felt his finger sliding in, down in between the soft lips and into a warm and tight place. Hermione squirmed furiously around the finger sliding in her pussy. She squeezed Harry's dick harder than she had ever, than she meant to, and Harry felt his balls seizing up. I'm going to come, he shouted hoarsely. Hermione dropped his dick in alarm. Myrtle watched with anticipation, but now it was dying down. He had been so close. Do a spell, man. (laughs) Hermione, you stopped too soon, Harry said. Hermione had been recoiling, but now she looked embarrassed. Sorry, she muttered and grabbed his erection almost by the base. Myrtle Myrtle was moaning, and Hermione started sliding her grip up and down Harry's dick, and very soon she felt his balls tensing up again. Wary, he didn't warn Hermione, and she shrieked in surprise as Harry's dick exploded in her hand, come blasting through her fingers and onto the bottom, onto the bathroom wall. It was a mind-rushing orgasm for Harry, and after the last of the cum spewed out of his dick, he sank to the floor. He could only vaguely hear Myrtle's moans of pleasure as she fingered herself to orgasm. By that time, he felt like sitting up. Hermione, by the time he felt like sitting up, Hermione was already dressed again, and Harry felt a bit stupid with his now shriveled penis sticking out of his fly. He quickly stuffed it back in his pants and stood up. Myrtle once again had a sour look on her face, and Harry realized that masturbation probably was the only pleasure she had felt. She had left, sorry. Okay, Myrtle, we did our part, Hermione said, looking meaningfully at the ghost. Myrtle whined a bit. 
and then settled for a frown. Fine, she said sulkily. Next time I find him, I'll get you guys. It was almost a week before Myrtle found them in the hallways and told them that Malfoy wanted to do it tonight. She, he liked using an empty transfiguration classroom, she told him, and by the time Malfoy sauntered in, Harry was hidden under his invisibility cloak in a corner, camera at the ready. Hermione had made it clear that she had no desire to see Malfoy masturbating, and even Harry didn't want to either. He was there. He tried not to watch until Myrtle cried out now, and he snapped two quick pictures, the click of the camera unheard over Malfoy's grunting. After all the effort they had put into it, it came as a shock to Harry when Harry and Hermione that the ghosts did not show up on film. All they had were two pictures of Malfoy jacking off. The ghost knew, didn't she? Is that, <laughs> is that what happens? I don't know. I guess so. And, a dirty and, trick. And Harry suspected that if they handed them to McGonagall, they would be in more trouble themselves explaining how they took the pictures in the first place. And that is the end. Um, and I definitely never masturbated to that. So there's two, di- <laughs> two completely different yes, Harry Potter porn. Yes, the one I'm thinking oh, of yeah, is good. the one I'm thinking of. Uh, Harry put a spell on Hermione. Um, Don't spoil it. You might. Oh, okay. Yeah, it. yeah. It was very different. Um, but I probably could have masturbated to Hang that. On, so what do you two think? different people wrote. No, same same uh, person. He saw the podcast and asked uh, if he could share the Harry hmm. Potter erotica, and I said sure. So he must have shared with me a new one. So if you're listening, um, send me the original one that has my cum all over it. Topical um, bit of news uh, from my news desk. <laughs> Emma Emma Watson. That's Hermione, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, quoted this week saying, "I've kind of become slightly fascinated by kink culture." Because they're the best communicators ever. Yeah, that's the reason. Uh, <laughs> they know all about consent. They smash that stuff because they really have to get it. But we could all use those models. They're actually really helpful models. No, she's she's actually like a huge um, like proponent of of consent, as we all should be. But she talks very openly about um, masturbating and about sex, and oh. you know, so maybe she would be okay. She would not be okay with the other <laughs> with the other piece that I thought this was going to be. Then, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, uh, if she if she ends up listening to this, uh, it's all going to be all right. Yeah, I think so. Um, have did that convince you to maybe watch? Harry Potter, more of them? Not really. No, I've Googled that ghost. Um, <laughs> I thought it was an, I mean, I, I, I sort of thought it was an adult um, when you were talking about it originally. I suppose it's kind of good she's the same age as them, <laughs> uh, given this was the college version. That's all fine. But um, she's not fat. Oh, she's, yeah, I don't remember her being fat. I think she's just really depressed and well, says, uh, not that it would matter if she was. No, but, but, that, she... but that helps because the fact that this is a few years later. She's obviously the ghost has let herself go a bit. <laughs> and that's why it's definitely the college version. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, yeah, it turns out people are not that into... Um, well, let's look at our survey results. If you haven't taken the survey yet, you can you can do so on the anonymous smut page. But how many... What percentage of people do you think confessed to fantasizing about a teenager over the age of 16 teenager over the age of 16 uh, in their life 
in their whole life? I mean, it's what did or, people interpret? Yeah. The, the, all the question said was check each of the following off if you've ever fantasized. I, Not that you would do in real life. I think 35%. Um, the actual percentage is 24. So I think we know what your answer was. Um, and then well, well, again, any, at any point in your life. Yeah. You, I mean, really, if people would have thought about that more, they would have realized when they were 16, they probably, but yeah. you know, that's not the point of the question. And then, uh, how many people have fantasized with sex with a teenager under 16 years of age? What percentage do you tut, tut, um, <laughs> tut, mm, tut. Four. 12%, 12%. Yeah, no. Mm. Um, you know, Harry was really into seeing that ghost uh, masturbate. So that's the closest thing I asked people. I hadn't I hadn't considered asking people if they've ever fantasized about masturbating to a ghost, but I did ask people if they're into necrophilia. And what percentage of respondents do you think agreed? Uh, that's got to be two. Two percent. Okay, I love asking you this because then I know your answers. Like, if you lowball an answer, I know that you said no to it, and if you highball an answer, then I know that my husband said yes. So uh, now I know my husband's not into necrophilia, but the joke's on you. I said yes to it, and twelve uh, percent <laughs> of people no, did for a joke. I know. No, there's something about like I don't want a rotting corpse. That's disgusting. But there's something about like a freshly dead body that like can't do anything in response. You don't find that hot. It's like a it's like a sex doll, but because it's totally dead. Just, just gonna leave that out there for a minute. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, on the ghosts, I can understand Patrick Swayze in Ghosts, <laughs> the old uh, making the the uh, pot with the clay. <laughs> twit twit woo. No, that is that twit is that an owl? Uh yeah, I don't know what 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 uh animal were oh twit woo. <laughs> um yeah. those yeah. strong arms making the pot. Well, perhaps I'll add a checkbox to the survey. How many people have ever fantasized about having sex with a ghost and don't you dare forget about that Patrick Swayze movie when you answer that question. Ditto. <laughs> The point is, if you could see these results, which you will slowly, um, all of them will be shared with you eventually through various episodes. Some of them are quite uh, revealing of human psyche, and I think we're all we're all pretty fucked up in the head. And you know, you should you should let it out in in things like writing erotica and then giving them to me to read because those are healthy healthy ways of expressing your. Dirty, dirty fantasies. And on the next episode, (laughs) grown up erotica. (laughs) Another bad weekend. I'll be my mistress tonight. I'm gonna get into my pants. I could go out dancing, or maybe romancing, but I don't expect it. I'm always rejected. Wouldn't do much good at a pub or a party Because I'm neither tough nor arty Another week without having my way Another week without having a lay As usual I've drawn a blank No one's home, I'm gonna have a Erotic, put my hands all over my body Erotic